Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest Joe Dante movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And this week we're covering Minute 1 of the Burbs, which begins with the Universal logo and ends with a crane shot of Ray Peterson's house. If you're unfamiliar with the Burbs, it came out February 17, 1989, and its logline as provided by the internet an overstressed suburbanite and two of his neighbors struggle to prove their paranoid theory that the new family on the block are part of a murderous cult. That makes it sound a lot more highbrow than I think it actually is. Yeah, that's and, that's pretty deep. That's a deep cut. That is that is much deeper than what it is. It should be Tom Hanks and his wacky neighbors run around and get into hijinks. Yeah, it makes it sound a little more fun than that. That sounds a little too serious. <laughs> uh, and in case you uh, pick this up off of iTunes because it has the minute moniker at the end of it um this is another in the long series of minutes based off of the star wars minute um which was the first one uh the back of the future minute the alien minute the jaws minute the goodfellas minute basically you break a great movie down minute by minute by minute and we have chosen the burbs we were trying to get in there fast before anybody else could (laughs) so over the next however many episodes I didn't want to see how long the burbs was. I didn't want to, you know, get myself upset. I was afraid to look. <laughs> yeah. We'll break down everything that happens minute by minute. We'll talk about the characters, their motivations, the background, just whatever we see. All right. So we're going to start from minute one, second one. The first thing you see is the Universal logo. Also, a strange tinkling noise comes on. Like a, it sounds like bells chiming almost. First. Oh yeah, this like this movie. Had, a lot of strange noises in this movie. Yeah, there are. <laughs> um, between the uh, composer uh, Jerry Goldsmith and whoever's like the sound guy, the foley artist, they really had a good time. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, find us some wacky music and sounds from like '50s movies." Yeah, I mean that first sound sounds like a wind chime or something at first. Yeah, this. I mean. The Burbs, with the exception that it's got a, a comedy feel to it, is very much like an hour and a half long Twilight Zone episode. Yes. What's that? Uh, what's the one? The uh, something the something people go crazy on Maple Street or whatever it is. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, it's the same type of deal where you never leave the one area. Like you get bits and pieces of information that are happening elsewhere. People leave, people come back, but you never leave the street. Yeah. And that's just like this with the exception of the very beginning where we zoom into the town and the very end where we zoom out, we never leave this town the entire hour plus runtime. It's like a large stage play. Yeah. So the universal logo is animated. Yeah. The earth starts spinning. Yeah. The earth spinning. <laughs> it's animated. I mean, this was 1989. I mean, they must've had a hundred supercomputers to get this thing to do that. You know, it's the type of thing you could do in five minutes on your computer right now. Now I could probably do it myself right now, but yeah. not then. <laughs> While I'm on the podcast, I could probably do it. <laughs> exactly. So the earth spins and we zoom in, and the best I can make out, we're somewhere in central Iowa, maybe a suburb Des Moines. Yeah, all I could tell was middle America somewhere. Yes, we're not going to talk about how many times I had to rewatch to try to figure out where it was. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's the middle of the country. It's not exactly my strong suit, and it's a lot tougher to know what state you're looking at when those little lines aren't there. Right. Get me closer to like a border somewhere and I'm good. But there, if there's no, uh, no, right, no lines, you can't tell what's what. So we get to zoom in, it zooms in, zooms in. You can't really see much. 
you start seeing outline of a town, outline of houses. It's obviously a suburban area. Makes sense, the burbs. Um, we get our first uh, credit that comes up for Imagine Entertainment, which may not mean anything to anybody, but it's owned by Brian Grazer and Ron Opie Howard. They've produced a few movies over the years. Yeah, quite a few. Yeah. Uh, before <laughs> the Burbs, they did like Father Like Son, Willow, Clean and Sober. Uh, the same year, they did the Dream Team and Parenthood. So this is the very beginning of Imagine, but they've already got. I mean, there's a couple. Uh, there's a couple moderate hits in there, I guess. I think Willow yeah. made money. I liked Willow. Yeah, Clean Parenthood, and Sober. Parenthood was a big hit. What was Clean and Sober? Was that um? That's a. Uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, yeah. You were going to say Batman, weren't you? (laughs) Yes, I was. (laughs) Uh, I'm clean and sober. (laughs) Or Beetlejuice. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) After that, into the 90s, I'll just hit some of their highlights here. They did a – they produced Kindergarten Cop, Problem Child, Backdraft, My Girl. Uh, What do we got here to the 90s? Uh, Apollo 13. Uh, another personal favorite, Sergeant Bilko, which is very much in the vein of this movie. Yes. You got The Liar Liar, Bowfinger, Into the 2000s, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I'm not even going to admit to you that I uh, like Bowfinger, but I pretty much like every Eddie Murphy movie there ever was. So and That was about <laughs> where it went wrong for me. I, I did it like Bowfinger. And he made, life, he made Life that year, too, with Martin Lawrence, which I also like. Yes. Um, yeah, then it got bad. I mean, there's a couple kids' movies in there that aren't bad. Like, at first, Nutty Professor, I could sit through. Right. Yeah, it gets bad after that. There's some, there's some garbage in there. Even even garbage I used to watch. I mean, <laughs> I'll sit through it. <laughs> and then uh, what's what do we got here? In the 2000s, we got the Alamo. Oh, sorry about that one, buddy. Uh, Cinderella Man, Flight Plan, American Gangster, Frost Nixon. This is getting up into the 2010s now. Robin Hood, Jay Edgar. I mean. And then, oh, look at that, Kindergarten Cop 2. That's, oh, come on, fellas. 2017, they're slated to make The Dark Tower. Kindergarten Cop 2? <laughs> yes, it's got Dolph Lundgren in it. See, I thought I heard that was coming, but I've never seen it. Did it actually come out? Oh, I'm sure it's on Netflix or one of the other, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I know it's on there because I'm pretty sure my daughter saw it and wants to see it because I made her watch Kindergarten Cop. Oh, uh. So that was my fault. So now I'll have to pay for that. Yeah, so now yeah, you got to sit So uh, Ron Howard and Brian Grazer, they made a few dollars over the years. Did you? Was the last one you said The Dark Tower? Yes, they're producing The Dark Tower. Or they're a producer on the film. I think uh, – now this is going off memory. I feel like he was trying to produce it like five, ten years ago, Ron Howard. Maybe even okay. to direct it. And then he ended up not doing it, so maybe they're still attached as producers. It seems like one of those weird Hollywood things where, like, you're somehow producing a movie you're having nothing to do with. Right. Somehow, you're, just like, you're going to get paid for doing nothing, which is not a yeah. bad gig to have. Like when your wife has a baby at the hospital and there's 40 doctors on the list, but you didn't see any of them. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hey, is this just to make me pay more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen them doctors, you liars. <laughs> uh, the next credit we get is Rollins, Murrah, Bresner. They're all producers. Uh, I don't want to go into too deep about producers that no one cares about. Highlights of those guys, uh, Jack Rollins died in 2015, lived to the ripe old age of 100. So well, I hope to make it that far. Yeah, he, he certainly <laughs> held in there. He was like a, a talent guy, so I assume he was 
you know, hanging around with like the three stooges on vaudeville. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> confirm that, and I'm not looking it up. But I mean, you can just trust that that's correct. I'm just gonna believe it. Yeah. Uh, the other guy, Bresner, he made a he produced a few movies: Good Morning Vietnam, Throw Mama from the Train, Ride Along. So he's not quite as uh, not quite as big as Ron Howard and Grazer, but you know who is. <laughs> so through about the first three quarters of our minute, all our camera has done is we've gone from the animation into a crane shot of the neighborhood. We can see not much moving in, moving in. We start to see our first house, and right around that time, we get the credit for Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, yep. Tom Hanks been in a movie or two over the years. This guy. <laughs> um, actually, he just saw a preview for his latest movies, and that uh, landed the plane in the Hudson movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Don't don't know what it's called. I, maybe it's called Sully. That's the guy's name. You know what? It's called Sully. I'm not looking it up. I'm just gonna assume that's what it's called. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I'm not going to go too deep into him. We'll, we'll definitely tackle him on a, probably uh, the next show. I, but, um, quite a few times, sure, throughout throughout this yeah. podcast. Yeah, when when you hear me saying over and over again how he's the greatest actor of all time and how I wish he kept doing comedies. <laughs> yeah, or, or how you hear he's the nicest guy in the world and he's never done yeah. anything wrong. And he's got a typewriter collection. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I heard that, too. So yeah. he gave was a gift, right? Yeah. Uh, you think maybe if I send him a typewriter, he'll appear on the show? Let's give it a shot. Let's just send typewriters every day and see what happens. <laughs> Not on my salary, my friend. <laughs> Maybe if we can pick them out of the trash. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this minute, and like I said, the minute basically ends, the, the camera slides in, and we see our first house, which ends up being Ray Peterson, Tom Hanks' character's house. But at the beginning of the episode, I said this is quite possibly the greatest Joe Dante film of all time. So I'll give you a little little Joe Dante knowledge. He's from Morristown, New Jersey, right around the corner from us. Really? Yes. He went to Philadelphia College of Art. So he was fancy even back then. <laughs> he actually, for me, knowing, like, Joe Dante meant a lot to me because he made a lot of 80s movies. He doesn't have the largest body of work. Like, in my mind, I'm like, this guy must have made 100 movies. Not really. <laughs> See, I wouldn't even know. I was waiting for you to start naming them. Well, he's got 38 <laughs> credits, but that includes everything, even when he does TV. Oh, oh okay. So we'll 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 drop into uh, he does Hollywood Boulevard in '76. He does Piranha in '78. Oh, Piranha. Um, The Howling in '81. <laughs> so um, I saw The Howling because a my mother let me watch any horror movie I wanted to, and b my neighbors loved it. Oh, the Howling was great, and it yeah. spawned like what six? Oh my god, sequels? just just <laughs> terrible sequels. Yeah. Yes. I think one even had kangaroos. <laughs> you know what? I don't know that that's true. I don't even know if I want to look that up. I, I am wanna... positive there was one called The Howling, the Marsupials. Oh my god. Well, I guess I guess we know what our next minute's going to be. <laughs> Welcome to the Howling Marsupial Minute. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have to pal out on that one. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, like, literally the podcast is just a minute long. Like, I can't believe I watch this. <laughs> then it's over. Yeah, this uh, sucks. <laughs> um, he directed two episodes of Police Squad. He did a segment of Twilight Zone, the movie. Don't ask me which segment, because I can't remember. Um, I couldn't think. imagine. Oh, 
Yeah, then he does, you know, I'm not going to look it up. I I know Landis did one. I think Spielberg did one. And I can't remember who does the fourth one. And then, of course, 1984, Gremlins. I would assume probably his most famous movie. Gremlins, yes. <laughs> it's the, the, how this movie mashes together your drama, your horror, and your comedy. Gremlins is probably the most famous for that. Where, as an adult, right. I look back that, at it and I'm like, man, that was a funny movie. Right until you try to show it to your kids. No, and I thought it was. I actually let my daughter watch it at a very young age. <laughs> so how's that therapy bill for you now? Needless to say, she slept in my room for like six months after that. So <laughs> you, you forget some of the minor details, like that there's a high body count in that movie. Oh <laughs> yeah, they kill an old lady up a uh, what is it? What is it? The chair that goes up the steps. They shoot her around the back wall. Yeah, Mrs. Deagle. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty uh, sure a Gremlin winds up blender at one point too. Yeah, uh, is, is that the blender one or is that the microwave one? And that, that might be the blender it, one. The microwave might be the part two. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's part one or part two with the blender now. Either, either way, it's not good. So he does Explorers <laughs> in 85. That's another, you know, kid whatever movie, you know, you know, making yourself feel great. And then another personal favorite in 87, he does Interspace. Have you ever seen Interspace? Yes. Yeah, I love that movie to a very high degree. I've probably seen it about 50 times. In the age-old days of VHS, we had it taped off of... Honestly, I was going to say off of HBO. More than likely, we stole it from the video store and just taped it off of there. Probably, we had, probably. Yeah, we had it taped. I used to watch it all the time. Actually, a couple of people from Interspace show up in the burbs in minor roles. He did a couple segments for Amazon Women on the Moon in 87. Oh, my God. Which I caught on TV one night. Not realizing it was some sort of crazy, you know, segments thing. And for like the first 20 minutes, I thought I was having an aneurysm because I'm like, what's going on? Is this a fever dream? Yeah. Like, did I have something bad? Like, my parents give me LSD with my dinner tonight? So he does, uh, he does Burbs in 89, and then he does Gremlins 2 in 90, and then he does Matinee with John Goodman in 93, which I just barely remember. And then it's like TV, 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 TV. The Small Soldiers in 98, which I remember not really liking all that much. I was like, this will be great. It's like fighting G.I. Joes. No, no. This is a bad movie. Yeah. Oh, 2003, Looney Tunes back in action. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> he must have owed someone money by then. Um, he did two episodes of Masters of Horror. Did you ever I can't remember those? which one that one is. Is that... Which one? The, the Looney Tunes one. That's not the basketball one, is no, it? No, no, that's Space Jam. Um, it it doesn't say that it's a TV thing, so I'm assuming there's a theatrical release. It probably was only out for an hour and a half. Because if it's anything the same in 2003 as it is now, like my kid doesn't even know who the Looney Tunes are. The other day, Bugs Bunny was on TV and she said, "Who's that rabbit?" And I died a little inside. <laughs> So he does two episodes of Masters of Horror, which I don't remember them. I remember the show. The show was good. Did you ever see The Hole in 2009? I don't think so. Pretty sure I saw it. I think it had – I'll just start naming people that are in it and hope it's the right movie. I think Keira Knightley was in it. 
I think the girl from uh, <coughs> here goes my brain just going from side to side. Um, the girl from the Kevin Spacey movie <laughs> where he kills himself. I don't know. It was his daughter in the movie. I don't even know what you're talking about at this point. <laughs> I could look it up. I think it's more fun to watch me struggle as I can't remember what it's called. I like the struggle. It's, it's uh, American. Oh, God, what's it called? <laughs> American dreams. American. American beauty. That's it. I got it. I got there. American, American werewolf in London. It's American something. Yeah, American something. <laughs> the Americans on TV. The yeah. American dream. That's Dusty Rose. That's the best part. Now I remember this is daughter. I have no idea what her name is, but she was in it too. I remember being fine. Uh, he did a movie in 2014 called Burying the X I've never heard of. There was a bunch of TV in here too. He did a bunch of Hawaii Five-0. He did one episode of Legends of Tomorrow. So I must have seen that. I've seen all those shows. And then he's got some movies in pre-production. But like his prime time was like 80 to like 92. And that was right in my wheelhouse. You know, as you're watching those, you know, defining shows of your youth. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I'm, I'm guessing anyone who's like le- under 30, maybe under 25, is like, I have never heard of any of the, except for maybe Gremlins. Like, I don't know what shows those are, Grandpa. <laughs> those yeah. That you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> you're showing your age right now. That's yeah. what you're doing. <laughs> so, I mean, I've said I have. I was about to say I had this movie on VHS. That would be a lie. I have this movie on VHS. It's laying like 15 feet from me in the 20 or so VHSs that I couldn't bear to throw away. Do you even have though, a VHS you know, player anymore? I, no, I don't even own a VCR anymore. <laughs> I don't know what I think they're gonna do for me, but they're over there. <laughs> They're gonna be worth a million dollars one yeah, day. Someday, <laughs> my VHSs, <laughs> my cassette tapes, that Atari that I got in there, <laughs> big money. Someday, I'm glad you said and not eight tracks because I never had an eight track in my life. So. Now eight tracks are even a little bit before me. <laughs> yeah, me too. There were some in my house, but I'm not even sure we had a player for them. <laughs> I think we had a car that had an eight track player, but no eight tracks. Oh, that's terrific. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, I mean, I saw this, I'm going to say I saw this for the first time. I never saw it in the movies, probably 90, 91, and no lie, probably 70 times since then. Really? <laughs> Can you remember the first time you saw it? <laughs> I mean, probably 10 years ago, but I didn't see it 70 times. I might have seen it 10. <laughs> and, I mean, that's including, like, it's on and I start watching it. Or I start right. watching it and pick it up again later. I mean, it's worse now. Obviously, it gets worse now because now you have something like Netflix. Oh yeah. Where like you watch twenty minutes of a show, where any other time, if you watch it on VHS or something or on TV, you'd probably never catch back up with it. Right. Now you log back in. And it's like, hey, look what you were watching, buddy, and then well, you just pick it right up. Now, if I'm starting to doze off, I'll just throw it on anything. Yeah. And when I wake up, I'll just rewind it again. No big deal. Yeah, I don't have to wait fifteen minutes to rewind it. I can just go right. back. Right. I go right back. <laughs> <laughs> See, some technology is good. <laughs> Be kind, rewind. Yeah. So I'll say, uh, what do we learn in the first minute of this movie? Not much. We learn that uh, Jerry Goldsmith has some really creepy music. Yes. <laughs> for a movie that, if you've walked in to watch it, um, the preview you've seen for it 
lead you to believe that it's kind of a wacky Tom Hanks com- comedy. And a minute in, I think you might be rethinking it. <laughs> it's you start feeling horror movie. That's what it starts yeah. feeling like. <laughs> and, I mean, the first couple minutes, it, it it changes drastically a couple minutes in, but the first minute, two or three, it doesn't let you off the hook. No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, like like I said, we get through our final shot. We get to Ray Peterson's house and no further. So we don't even get to see any of the other neighbors or the crazy neighbors in question. Right. Uh, do you have anything else that we missed? Um, no, I was going to mention the Burbs logo, but that's spoilers for yeah. next Oh, week. yes. Spoiler alert for uh, 101. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to tune in next week to hear our, our breakdown of the Burbs logo. <laughs> All right. So if you have anything else, I got a – well, thanks for joining us for the Burbs Minute. Make sure you check out our Twitter page and our Facebook page. Chances are they might even be up by now. I'm, Hopefully. As of this recording, I'm still working on them. Uh, also, if, if you want to hear more of me, if you haven't got enough of me already, I also am on the Slycast, the Sylvester Stallone podcast. We're about 21, 22 episodes into that. I listen to that podcast. Oh, well, that's nice of you. <laughs> we break down all the Stallone movies one by one. I think we're up to uh, Demolition Man. We haven't done it yet, but we're up to it. All right, so um, and don't forget to check out all the other Minute podcasts, like I said, especially, especially Star Wars Minute, because those poor guys, they're doing the prequels right now, so you really got to feel for them. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a while before they get they swing back around to The Force Awakens. <laughs> but also check out Back to the Future podcast. You got Goodfellas. They're done, so you can listen to the whole thing of that. Uh, Jaws and Alien, I think, are both going, and uh, Wrath of Khan. If wow. there's other ones, I haven't found them yet. There could so, uh, be. <laughs> yeah. So you have a lot of minutes to listen to. I mean, listen to the art first, and then then swing around and get the rest of them. Right. <laughs> so, listen to the, the the best one first, and then move on. Yeah. <laughs> listen to the best one, the one that came in eighth. And then, <laughs> then listen to the rest. <laughs> listen to the ones that all have memorabilia already. You know. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go draw some T-shirts in my garage here with a sharpie, and we'll start send those out. <laughs> all right. Thank you for listening to the Burbs Minute, and make sure to stay safe, neighbors.